0: This message today is helpful and inspiring for you as you continue to take your next step on your faith journey. Once again, thanks for visiting us, and make sure to check us out at placeofhope.org. We are in the fifth installment of our current message series, Hope at the Movies. In fact, we've already gone through the first two parts of it. Talking about baptism and all saints and remembering who it is that we are, but also important to remember whose we are. Amen? Because we are made by God in the image of God to be the reflections of God's light and love in the world and to reflect that back out into creation. But creation is in trouble, is it not? Creation is scary right now. I think it always has been. Our family had an dinner last night, and we were talking around the kitchen table about just how it seems that there is so much strife and struggle and trouble in the world. And we talked a little bit last week about that uh, thing called recency bias, where we feel like right now it's the worst that it's ever been, and in some ways perhaps that it is. But what we also come to know and recognize is that God has been present with his people for millennia, just as he is right now. Sometimes we cannot see that except with hindsight. And God wants our spiritual hindsight to be 2020. A few weeks ago, we talked about how so many in the early church <clears throat> were looking and hoping and wanting God to give them prophetic visions about what was to come, to be able to be spiritual fortune tellers, if you will. Have you ever been tempted to go see or get a spiritual fortune told so you'll know what's coming next? And what the scripture tells is that God's plan wasn't for us to look at him like a fortune teller, but to see him as the one who provides meaning and perspective about that which was and that which is. Trusting him with that which is to come. God's goal, God's role in the power of the Holy Spirit is to give us the perspective to make sense of all the junk in the world, to help us realize that we are not the first generation that has ever gone through cultural conflict. And so to see from the past about how God is present and active and moving in our life right now, but also as a result of that, pulling and bringing us forward with faith and hope and with love. We use those words a lot, 1 Corinthians 13, 13, in that beautiful love chapter. Faith, hope, and love abide these three because the greatest is what? Say love. Love. That's exactly right. Because the greatest is love. What does that mean? Faith gives us the strength and the courage to hold on when the going gets tough. Hope tells us that God is real and God's way wins in the end. And God wants us to move from faith to hope with love as the motivating factor. It's like shooting an arrow from a bow. (laughs) Love is what moves us from faith and believing that God is real here and that God's way wins in the end. Hope Hope is what connects those dots from now and into eternity. That's where we are. But we still look around and we see all kinds of junk and mess in the world. Our clip for our Hope at the Movies message this morning comes from The Batman. This is the one that starred Robert Pattinson that came out last year, and I made my little preview sl- um, video on Friday, actually accidentally called him Robert Battinson, which I think was one of his little nicknames, but hey, it works, right? Robert Battinson. I thought it was a lot funnier than apparently you did, but that's okay. That's all right, that happens, that happens. My sense of humor is weird and twisted. Uh, but what we'll see, this, ac- this clip actually comes from the very end of the movie, when Robert Pattinson's character, Batman, realizes that he cannot continue to live as that violent, vigilante trying to take out the evil elements in Gotham City because the evil appears to be so strong. He decides he's going to change his tactic from being a symbol of vengeance or vengeance to a symbol of hope. And so I want us to watch our clip. Again, this comes from the end of that movie called The Batman. And I want you to listen to what it is that he says in his monologue here because it speaks so much to the condition that we are experiencing in our lives today, in our culture, in our community, everywhere we look. I have broken these down, so to speak, as our message notes for today. So if you've not yet pulled out your Hope Plus app, you can follow along there through the message notes. They are also inserted into your info guide, and they are placed on um, our Hope Church Place of Hope website, so you can find them there. Let's watch our clip from the Batman, pay attention to the monologue, and then the rest of our message, we're going to kind of break down what it is that, uh, that Batman says with this realization that he comes about what's happening in the world and the role he can play to help make a difference in it. Let's watch our clip together, shall we?
1: Wednesday, November 6th. The city is underwater. National Guard is coming. Martial law is in effect, but the criminal element never sleeps. Looting and lawlessness will be rampant in the parts of the city no one can get to. I can already see things will get worse before they get better. And some will seize the chance to grab everything they can
0: will rebuild but not just our city we must rebuild people's faith in our institutions in our elected officials in each other together we will learn to believe in Gotham again
1: in way... I'm starting to see now I have had an effect here but not the one I intended past, mine or anyone else's, I have to become more. People need hope to know someone's out there for them. The city's angry, scarred, like me. Scars can destroy us even after the physical wounds have healed. But if we survive them, they can transform us, they can give us the power to endure and the strength to fight.
0: There's a lot in there, isn't there? A lot of depth. I want us to turn our attention to the scripture, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 9. As we read these, think about some of those elements that you heard in the monologue there given by Batman. I'm not going to read this in a Batman voice. I am tempted, but this is a scripture after all right. So we read these words together. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope. Remember that of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your soul. The word of God for God's people. Let's give thanks to God. Amen. So let's go back and look at some of those elements from the clip really quickly. The first thing that we see is that the city is underwater, right? The city is underwater. Now, so frequently when you see water in movies like it was in this movie, The Batman, whether it was intentional by the uh, director or the writer or whatever, it oftentimes has a spiritual direction and connection to what we saw before our message this morning with Bradley. Baptism. Remember how I talked about in baptism, we go under the water. It is symbolic of our death to our old, worn out, burned out way of living, so that when we are raised, we are raised with the power of Christ that brings us to salvation for our souls. I think whether Matt Reeves, the director of the Batman, was intentional or not, what we see when this clip begins with the city still being underwater is that it is in that process of being in the midst of death, before the resurrection, before the rebirth, before that hope is fully revealed and realized in the psalms it'd be reminiscent of king david writing yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death we are all under death shadow that is what we see and what we remember when we have memorial services when we have services like this on all saint sunday we are living in the shadow of death but friends you cannot have shadow without what say a light a light that's exactly right and so we see these moments we see these times And embracing and acknowledging that shadows are real, they are present, but they are caused by light. And so I believe that when this clip kicks off and it says, the city is underwater, it's pointing to a moment much like where we are living right now, that so much just feels unfinished and uncertain and unknown. It feels like there is death all around us. And we need hope to be able to endure and to fight more on that in a moment. We need hope to be able to hold on now, hold on now, but also to be propelled forward in love because of the fact that God is real and God is really, really good. Now, Batman did make a reference that sometimes it will get worse before it gets better. Have you ever experienced that to be true? Yeah, you know, you've heard the thing about the, uh, the pessimist and the optimist. Right? It's uh, about the horse. He's shoveling out a horse stall. And I said, man, this stall is just full of, you know, you can imagine, you fill in the blank with your descriptor. And that's the pessimist, man. This place is just full of junk. And the other, the optimist says, well, there's got to be a horse in here somewhere. Right? That's the old saying about optimism and pessimism. is to look at your conditions, your circumstances, and see beyond where you are to where you want and need to go. It is very true that we... May see things in our world get worse before they get better, but therein lies the rub, right? Because our home is not the Earth. We were created to live forever, either in heaven or somewhere a little bit further south and hotter than even Miami, right? We were designed to live forever. This world is not our home. And so we have to fix our eyes not on the monk, not on the monk, the muck, the muck and the junk. It's now monk, right? It's not exactly what I meant to say, but beyond the muck and the junk that we see around us, we have to lift our eyes to that because we can see there are so many times that it will get worse before it gets better. But even before we get there, one of the things that we hear from Batman or from the mayor as it was, was that we need to look for ways that we can rebuild our lives. Think of the last time when your life was absolutely shattered and obliterated. Maybe it was with the medical diagnosis, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, or just the loss of hope for whatever reason. Think about the last time your hope in your life was absolutely shattered and obliterated. How does it feel? It feels like we're lost. I know when I've had those experiences in my life, I just want to run away and go live in a cave or go sell t-shirts at the beach or something. I just don't want to continue I just want it to end i'm not talking about life necessarily the pain the uncertainty the grief the angst we've got to rebuild life now one of the things that's interesting that we see in this clip about rebuilding life is if we are not careful We are prone as human beings to put our hope and to try to rebuild things that we can touch, that we can see, we can feel, we can afford or pay for, right? We tend to put our hope in people and places and things. So what was it that the mayor said we're going to rebuild? We need to rebuild our faith and our institutions and our elected leaders. My goodness, doesn't that sound like a recipe for disaster? It does to me when I hear Political campaign propaganda. Elect me and all your troubles will be gone. Friends, the troubles begin here. They're in our hearts, in our greed, in our sense of looking for power and popularity, prestige. We all need to come back to those values that we find meaningful, those true values that bind us and connect us together, like love, faith family but it can't be placing our hope in things that will disappoint people places things even jesus said don't put your hope in things that rust or moths can tarnish or destroy put your hope in things that can and will last forever and so we need to raise our gaze so to speak and recognize that the things of this earth they may be able to bring us a little happiness or maybe a little joy for a little while, but we cannot put our ultimate hope in things that will eventually deteriorate or can be taken or destroyed. We need to put our faith and hope in something that is eternal. In John fourteen six, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. It sounds very exclusive. Jesus is the only way, but it, friends, it's the most inclusive thing he could have said anyone everyone doesn't matter where you're born when you were born what you look like dress like smell like talk like walk like it doesn't matter what matters is you put your faith in me and so much of john's gospel jesus is trying to help the disciples to see put your faith and your hope in me not in people and places and things believe in me and believe in the one who sent me that's how you will rebuild your life and then when we start to rebuild our life we can see the effect in our own lives. And the changes that that can inspire within others. Early on in the movie, perhaps you've seen it if you saw some of the trailers or the commercials on television, Batman comes out of the shadows of this whole group of goons and he beats one practically to a pulp. And someone says, who are you? And he goes, I'm vengeance. It's pretty true to the comic books from what I gather. He wants to be vengeance. He wants to pay back the criminal element for taking his parents away from him and shattering and obliterating his life. And he thought he could rebuild his life, so to speak, by going into the shadows and destroying the criminal element. But what we see from this clip and from this movie is that he recognizes he has to be something more than vengeance. He needs to be a sign and a symbol of hope. Of hope. Signs and symbols, physical things that point us and direct us to an eternal truth an eternal hope. Things like water bread, and juice, a sign and a symbol. Yes, we can use sacramental language when talking about Batman, as strange as it may seem, but what he is revealing to us and reflecting with us is that we all have that responsibility to use and to live our lives in such a way that we are pointing people to Jesus, that people may see elements of who Jesus is by the way that we live, even in the face of trials and tragedies and triumphs alike. We see from something as simple and as silly as a Batman movie about how we need to become something more than the problems that we've had. We need to live into our call to be symbols of hope and endurance. Because as even Batman said, this is what's going to give you the strength to endure and to fight. And that's our next point, our scars. Our scars. Is there anyone in here who does not have a scar? I have a couple of visual ones on my hand from one time I was trying to flip a baked potato in the oven without using an oven mitt. It was not the smartest thing I've ever done. And it hurt, and it scarred me, and now whenever I look down and I think, I'm going to go flip that baked potato without an oven mitt or tongs, I'm like, I remember that. <laughs> And not gonna do that again. Our scars oftentimes are the way of reminding us when we've gone places we shouldn't go, been with people we shouldn't have been with, do things we shouldn't have done, right? Our scars can sometimes feel like they are our undoing. Now Batman was referring specifically when he was talking about his own scars. He was referring to post-traumatic stress about what happens when the stress and the depression and the fear and the hate and anger, all that just seems to build up and it becomes so ingrained, ingrained and wound up in our lives that we can't seem to get past it. And that's what he was trying to work through in this monologue. Because I've got to move beyond this walled up, balled up source of vengeance-fueled energy in my gut so that I can be something more. And my scars now can help me Find that hope and love through faith that I need. I'm kind of putting some words in Batman's mouth, but I think you can get, kind of get you drift, right? Put that faith and hope and love into action that I can use the scars of my life to help point people to Jesus. Your scars give you a very specific ability to speak into the life of someone else who is experiencing a similar wound that you've already healed from. Think about how your scars might be able to be used by someone else who was just beginning to walk on that valley, the shadow of death, about how there is hope beyond the horror in one moment in time. You have the ability to help someone see the effect of moving on and forward in perseverance and passion thanks to the power that's put within our lives. And this is why Batman made that comment that monologue that That's what gives you the strength to endure and to continue fighting when you otherwise might want to give up. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus talks about things that are used in a lot of end-time prophecy, and perhaps you've heard some of these things shared recently. Jesus said the time will come when nations will be at war with nations. You'll see earthquakes and wildfires. People against people, governments against their citizens. Jesus said, This is the time when people's faith will be tested. And it is those who endure will experience the sweetness of salvation. That's quite a message, isn't it? Earthquakes happening, it seems like every couple of days. I don't even have to talk about where there's war and hate and conflict and violence in Europe and the Middle East, even in cities around this country. There's all kinds of problems that we see. But Jesus talks about the sweetness of salvation is experienced when we endure these trials as opposed to just surrender and think that there's no hope beyond them. Jesus wants us to surrender to him, the one in whom we can find our entrance and pathway into the presence of God the Father. Romans chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, we see that suffering produces endurance. Endurance builds, builds character, and character helps us develop the hope that we need to face the future unafraid and so as we move this message from the dark night dark night to the bright and shining morning star i.e jesus we see that jesus is in it all that's the message that we are to take away from our talk today in our Hope of the movie series, Jesus is in it all. John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus said these words, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus wants you to help Jesus wants to help you rise above your troubles, to help you rebuild your faith when you put it in him first, not in elected officials and not in institutions, but in him and him alone. Jesus will show you the effect that he has on your life and the effect that you can have on other people's lives when you live into a living hope. And with the scars, allow this little truth bomb to wash over you. The scripture tells us in Revelation that when the time comes and God establishes the new heaven and the new earth, all sorrow and weeping and pain will be removed from us. That final declaration of God's presence and power and preeminence over it all, and we will be given our new glorified bodies. There will only be one person, however, in heaven, carrying and bearing scars from life on this earth. And friends, his name isn't Mark Jordan. As deep as some of my scars have cut. The only person who will carry and bear scars forever is Jesus Christ. Isaiah, the prophecies about the coming of the Messiah, tell us that it is by his wounds and his scars that we are healed. Jesus is in it all. And he wants you to make sense of the scars of your life that have cut you so deeply and so terribly so that you can see the effect of healing in who you are because of who he is in your life and with the healing that he wants to bring to you he wants to help you to rebuild your life on the foundations of faith on the foundations of eternity that are given to us in god's way and god's will and god's word not on things that can be destroyed or taken from us or just deteriorate over time but friends our city our world is still underwater isn't it it feels like we are living in that shadow of the valley of death. And we are. But it's the power of Christ that calls us forward and says, hold on. Don't give up. Yes, our world is in that time where we are underwater. It may feel like it's going to get worse before it gets better. But he wants to help us rebuild our lives, not on things that can be destroyed or taken or deteriorate. He wants to rebuild our lives on something that's eternal. We have temporary scars of those times and those places and those ways where our lives have been shattered, scattered, and obliterated. But he is the one who ultimately will only carry the scars that bring about the healing that he's giving for you and for me and for all the world. So I pray that in faith we gather here together today. And we acknowledge the power and the presence of Christ right here in our midst even when it feels like our world and our city is underwater that we have the hope to know that God is real and his way will end in the end because his word is everlasting and love is that which is propelling us from here until then until Christ brings the healing that we all seek and need. For the name of jesus christ the one and only we pray and we praise amen and amen so we bring ourselves to this point in our service where we acknowledge the second sacrament that we were commanded to do and remember jesus For on the night in which the lord jesus was betrayed he lifted a loaf of bread and passed it to his disciples. And he said, take and eat from this, all of you. For this is my body that is given for you in the forgiveness of sins. Take and eat and remember. And when that supper was over, the Lord Jesus lifted the cup and in giving thanks to God, he blessed it and passed it to his disciples. He said, take a drink from this, all of you, for this is the blood of the new covenant which is poured out for you and for many in the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, and remember me, for as often as we, though we may be many, we eat from the one loaf and we drink from the one cup. We are proclaiming the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ until he comes again. Amen? Will you pray with me? I'll close our prayer with the words of the Lord's Prayer. They'll be on the screen. But we pray this together, Almighty God. We thank you for being with us here today. It feels like there is so much going wrong in the world. It feels like the world is underwater. And perhaps we feel as though we may be drowning ourselves. Some of this is due to our own decisions. Or we are having to live the impact of decisions made by others. So Lord, forgive us for those mistakes that we've made that have made misses and messes of our lives or the lives of others. And Lord, may we live lives of forgiveness for those who have caused us to feel like life is just a big, messy mistake. Because your son, Jesus, who gave of his life that we might know what it means to live, told us and promised us that he comes to help us rebuild our lives, to make sense of our scars, to look forward and hope, and to see the effect that you have had on us and that we can have on others in the world. We put our faith and our hope in you. And with that love that you've sent to the world, I pray, Lord God, that we may reflect that and help others in the world know that you are real and you love us and have a plan and a purpose for our lives. So as we, your... Family here at Hope Church, pray that you forgive us for our sins. I also ask that you send your Holy Spirit upon all of us who are gathered here and on these gifts, the loaf and the cup, that they may be for us. Your body, that we may be your body redeemed and deployed into the world to serve the world in your love, reflecting your light and your image and pointing people to you. And so, Lord God, I pray that with that spirit that rests upon the loaf and the cup by that spirit that rests upon all of our hearts that unite us together, that you bind us together and you tie us together, making us one with you and one in ministry with each other to all the world until that time comes when you bring us that new heaven and that new earth to help us make sense of the scars, to see the effect of living life for you and to rebuild our lives on eternal hope, a living hope and so it's that living hope for which i pray right now lord may we see that your hope still lives here in this earth and in our hearts and you want us to live with hope in our hearts that we might reflect your image to creation and so help us as we pray and ready ourselves to receive these the elements of holy communion that as we receive them that we are receiving you i ask these in the name of jesus who taught us to pray as we say our father who art in heaven Hallowed be thy name, Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you again for joining us today. We are glad that you stopped by. Again, we want to encourage you to visit us online at placeofhope.org. If you're in the Paulding County area, there you can get service times, directions, and information about all of our awesome activities for children, for students, and for adults. Again, Hope Church is on a mission to introduce people to Jesus and fuel their love for Him, and we hope to provide you the heart fuel you need to follow Jesus. Thanks again.